You're tuned in now to Capsule Generation Podcast, a platform for creators to share their experiences and the personalities behind the skill set. I'm your host, Carter. Today, we got Gerard Joseph, a photographer who grew up in Scarborough, born and raised, spends his time taking photos for artists as well as doing editorial shoots. As well, he's a part of the Plus Family, which is a Canadian-wide sneaker shop. Welcome to the show, fam. Yeah, yeah, what's good? What's going on, man? Chilling, you know, Chilling. first time, first time on a podcast. So all out. <laughs> welcome, but, man. Pleasure to have you. Thank fam. you, bro. Appreciate you having me here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today was election day in Canada. Yes, sir. Got your vote in, right? Yes, sir. All right. Don't, don't share it. Don't expose though. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is interesting to have you here today, man. Cause I know I've known you for a couple of years and I've seen your growth. I mean, you started off as a photographer. Yeah. That was like a kind of like your first thing into like the art world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More recently. More recently. Yeah. yeah. What'd you start off in? Um, I guess before you could say like my first like step into art was dance, like way back when. Whoa. Yeah. You were a b-boy. Yeah. That was the first thing I like first artistic. Expression outlet. kind of yeah, thing, right? For sure. In like high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you get into it? Uh, I used to watch ABDC and I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted <laughs> to be like the mans you watch on TV, right? So it's like, yeah. let me like. Mess around, see what I can learn off YouTube, and then yeah, kind of grew from there. Crazy. So you must have had a lot of Filipino friends, right? Oh, bear, <laughs> bear. <laughs> man says bear. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 the ones that I always like put go put on the show, man. Yeah, and then always. went from pop locking to like crumping, right? Yeah, popping, locking, yeah, crumping. Then yeah, so. crazy, man. That's that's a real athletic skill to have too, right? Definitely, you can, yeah. Can do that, yeah. And then did you ever get into any competition battles or anything like that? Um, yeah, I used to do like a lot of that, like a lot of competitions. Like back then there used to be like this, um, I guess like what was bigger in Toronto. We used to have like a world of dance. I don't know if they do that still, but also yeah, um, Toronto's best high school dance crew. That was like a thing for a bit. Like, Jeez. Yeah, so did those. It was cool. Yeah. So then from Scarborough and then doing break dancing and all that, how'd you transition into photography? Um, similar to the time that I was dancing, um, I was a barber, like through high school. Up oh to yeah, like that's right. Years, like up to like, maybe like stopped cutting like three years ago. But yeah, during that time, um, when I started getting like good at cutting and when Instagram just started to become popping, I wanted to, I guess like showcase haircuts online. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No one is really doing that yet. And like I was like, yeah, let me buy a camera. Yeah. And take like photos of my haircuts. Yeah. Because I want them like you know, gain like clientele and shit, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um then I guess like one of my homies that I cut his hair, he's like, yo, why don't you like come he's a photographer. He's like, right. yo, why don't you like come shoot with us? I'm linking with like some next homies that are all shooters and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Like I'm, I'm trying to like <laughs> walk around downtown and just take like photos of like the streets. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It felt weird. So I was like, nah, but then like he kept asking me and like, yeah, eventually I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm down. Let's let me see like what you guys are really saying with this. Yeah. And trying then, it out. Yeah, right. And then like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I just kind of like kept doing that shit. Yeah. Did, did you have the first or your handle for Instagram? Was it the same when you first started or did you change it up? Um, no, it's changed. It's changed. It's changed. Yeah, it's changed twi- the second time. It's changed. Why was that though? Um, honestly, like just I thought it looked better. Like yeah, I, before it was G E Joseph. Yeah, now it's like Gerard X Joseph X is like 
My second middle name is Xavier, so it's oh like, X, it's not X is actually your part of your middle name. I thought it was X was a combination. Like no, nah, it's uh, Gerard Martin Xavier Joseph. So oh, so true. Just took the X. And, yeah. Now we know the full Govy, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, man. Yeah, because yeah, I think I do forget that you were a barber before, right? And that kind of really helped open the doors and build those relationships, yeah. right? I cut you. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I hit I hit Gerard up back in the day. When I was deep in it. I was looking super scruffy. <laughs> At a night out, I forget what it was, but we cut out a kid studio, yeah. which is a big, uh, popular, I'd say a big film studio. They start off in design, but in Toronto, they're pretty much behind a lot of the Toronto artist videos, right? But yeah, going back to it. So you started kind of, you, you bought your first DSLR, right? Yeah. And then you started taking photos or like you documented your haircuts, right? Yeah. And started putting on IG. Yeah. And then what was like kind of the next evolution through that? Um, I just kept taking photos of like this, like, just like whatever was happening on the streets, like I yeah. guess like street photos at the time, like I guess like J Scale, Ellie, like those are big guys, yeah, 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 yeah. They were like popping off, like look downs, uh, rooftoping, all that shit that they used to do like back yeah. in the day. So I like, was seeing that and like I guess like inspired me to like keep shooting. Yeah. And like I would so I kept shooting on the side of barbering and yeah. then one day, um, Homie advice is no longer there anymore. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hit me. He's like, Vice no. Toronto, by the way, for people <laughs> yeah. that don't know. Yeah, we're talking about Toronto cats in the city. Yeah, he hit me, and it's like, yo, like, want to shoot a concert? It's for safe. Yeah, it was at Mod Club. It was like, fuck. Uh, maybe like way back, 20, a couple years ago, yeah, for sure. Maybe like yeah, 2015, yeah. 2016. Yeah, I was like, want to shoot this? I'm like, yo, I'm down. Yeah, because like. That's your first opportunity that kind of like to really first, capture like music and photo like yeah combination of like where I got to like I love music hip hop like it's just like super important on my daily basis I don't go a day without li listening to music yeah and at the time like I was starting to develop a passion for photography so being able to like shoot what I love like also like yeah bring the two together was like yo this sounds really cool like I'm down let's do it yeah and that was I guess what kind of started like was my first like step in the door of like all of this. Really. Yeah. And then, sorry, I'm just going to get talking about, it. Mm. but yeah, so documenting, the, I find once you get your first gig, you get your first high of like documenting artists. Right. Yeah, and then like, you realize, yeah, this is kind of like, Oh, this is dope. And then like you, you're in the moment you're capturing and you're also trying to get better. Right. You yeah, want that perfect sure. photo. Definitely. Right. Yeah. All the time. And then after safe's kind of concert, what was kind of like the next big thing for you? Um, shoot. Post Malone was after that. Oh, shoot. Yeah. When did you do Post? Um, I, it was the same year. I think Post was the second show that I shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was at Tattoo when it was still a thing. Oh, Tattoo. Yeah. Now, Tattoo was a big, big club on Queen Street. And yeah. Queen Street is very known in the city of yeah. Toronto. It definitely got rated by Vogue as like one of the more popular streets for like culture in the city. But was that during the White Iverson days? Yeah. I'm pretty Malone? sure it was White Iverson and Come yeah. Down was opening for them. Yeah. So, oh, Come Down was opening. Yeah. Okay, shout out to Fiji and Castro. Yeah. Toronto rappers. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I hit Fiji to shoot that. Yeah. Fiji grew up in Scarborough too. Um, oh, no way. It's yeah. one of like a neighboring high school. So I've known him from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I hit him. I was like, yo, like, can I come shoot this? He's like, yeah, for sure. Pull up. Yeah, yeah. Came, did that. Uh, I think it was after that. Like, And then the guy from Vice still like, yeah. He's fucking with the work still. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, like, I really like this. Like, how'd you link this? Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of kept going from there. Kind of blossomed, right? Yeah. What was your first camera that you shot with? Um, first DSLR was a Canon T5. 
And you oh, and you've stuck with Canon. Yeah, still, yeah. still Canon. Currently <laughs> have a 5D Mark IV, but yeah. I've been shooting a lot less digital lately. Yeah. So then, technically, how did you figure out how to use a camera though, as you first started? Because DSLR is not easy as like a point and shoot, right? Just by playing around with it. Yeah. I'd never really looked anything up. Never really like just kind of like fucked around. Yeah. Kept taking photos, figuring out like what the shutter, what is a shutter speed, what is <laughs> aperture. And eventually like it started to make sense. Yeah. I think for me, photography was, uh, it seems simple as someone breaks it down to you, but you have to be in the field and trying it. And shooting manual is definitely a challenge because you got to work with the shutter speed, which is how fast a camera sh- closes and then the aperture which is like the focal point right and then you got to work with the iso which is how much light comes in so it's like these three constant variables that will change depending on what you're shooting right yeah so sure. sometimes yeah what were you saying no for sure like yeah it's uh learning it was a trip i was like what is this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then from the career or from the concert documentation behind the scenes stuff what continued your what strived or what was the thing, the motivation for you to continue to go with that? And you're like, you know what? I just want to continue to get better at this and that, or just, it was just more so like, yo, my skill set is here. I want to take it to this next level or I want to shoot bigger artists. Um, it was more so like, yeah, I wanted to continue. Like even now, like I still want to continue learning. I've still never like proper, like properly learned how to do any of this stuff. Like even like Photoshop, Lightroom, like Illustrator, all that stuff. So I'm, that's still something on my list to actually learn properly. Yeah. yeah. But um, for me, it's always about learning. Yeah. Whenever I get somewhere, I always want to like continue growing, continue taking this to the next step, and like seeing how much further I can grow and become the better version of myself. Yeah. So at the time, um, by this time I was working at Lost and Found yeah. nightclub, and another guy that worked there, his name is Kai. Yeah. Um, he introduced me on on Facebook to Glenn. Oh, really? He yeah. He put us in a group chat. He's yeah. Like, Yo. Glenn, this is my boy G. Like, yeah. he's been like shooting like excellent, all these artists. Like, I just need you to talk right into oh. the mic. Yeah, you can hold the mic too. Yeah, get your MC life on. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, pop up. Yeah, so you're talking to you got introduced on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, yeah. Glenn. Glenn's like, yo, pull up to the studio. Yeah, I'm like, okay. So I pulled up and he's like, yo, like, what's good? Like, why are you here? Like, why do you? Glenn questioned you. you. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, uh, well, like at the time, like I think. King of the, they did King of the Fall. Yeah. By the and, weekend. Is but, yeah. They did the King of the Fall music video. Yeah. And that shit was crazy. Like, especially like at the time in our city that that came out, I think that like that really like visually like put Toronto like on the map. Yeah. It was like, a gritty Toronto video. Yeah. And to give context to listeners. So Lost and Found is a very popular nightclub in Toronto. A lot of people might know if you Google, it's on King Street. And then the men, the gentleman he mentioned, Glenn, Glenn Michael is a part of the Kid Studio Collective, and he's one of the directors. And I think, I think King of the Fall was one of his major big videos, I believe, right? Yeah, so that was shot, and that was a big, big project for Kid Studio, and they nailed it. They really showed, like, the other side of Toronto. It was very well done. It captured the essence of this, uh, the other side of Toronto, the nightlife to the, the after hours, the people partying, the culture, and all the artists and stuff. So you were there, and you captured all the photos, and you kind of, like, did your thing, right? No, I actually didn't work on King. Oh, of you didn't Fall. work on the King. No, of Fall. they when I met them is yeah. when King of Fall like just, just came out. Just came out. Okay, and, okay. Like, they were like gaining their accolades of like, yo, they did that. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, are yeah. responsible for that video. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I told Glenn at the time like, you got like, I guess within like within our city, like yeah. I want to say that you guys are the best at what you do. Yeah. 
you guys are fusing music and film together. And yeah. like, those are the two things that I love. And I also want to do that. So yeah. what better place for me to learn how to do that in the next level other than here? Yeah. And he was like, okay. So like I was showing him like my, I, I actually didn't even touch a video at that time. I was just strictly doing photos. So yeah, I yeah. showed him my photos. He's like, okay, sick. Cool. I'll hit you up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like. <laughs> <laughs> the playing the waiting game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Like I don't, I felt like it was good. Like it was a good first meeting. Yeah. Um, I wasn't too sure. I left. And then a couple of days later, Vince hit me and he was like, yo, what are you doing this weekend? And they were shooting. Small talk. Small talk was a, um, imagine Jordan video, Imagine right? Jordan. Yeah. 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 They were shooting small talk that weekend. He's like, yo, pull up the set. Yeah. So that was, I guess my first project I got to help on. Working alongside the kids studio. Yeah, yeah. I was just being a PA. Yeah. So and just like helping with whatever and moving stuff around. Yeah. PA is a production assistant by yeah. the acronym for the film <clears throat> industry. Yeah. And then Vince is also a producer for Kid Studio. Yeah. Shout out to Kid and shout out to Vince. Yes, sir. Yeah. Family. So that during this whole process, I mean, were you going to school? What were you doing? Yeah. 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 So um, out of high school, I went, started going to York University. Yeah. Where, uh, I'm doing a Bachelor of Arts for Law and Society. Law and society. Yeah, super unrelated to anything <laughs> that I do now, but. Good yeah. career path though, if you ever fall uh, off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe one day, but. Yeah. So I'm at, yeah, I'm still actually in school. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> How do you, I mean, your background is? Background. Nationality. Nationality. I'm Trinidadian yeah. and, 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 and Indian. Yeah. yeah. So then with your parents and all that stuff, how'd you manage to kind of convince that, you oh. I want to do all this stuff? Cause I think this is an important topic to touch upon, especially for immigrants. Toronto is very multicultural, but traditional parents, people that have came here for their children, children to have a better career opportunity. Like yeah. how'd you explain all that? Because I know you definitely not short hours on set, right? No, definitely yeah. not. But even like, even way before that, like with yeah. the parties, the dancing, with cutting hair, like they yeah. haven't been happy with me since. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like uh, shout I out fuck, to strict yeah. parents yeah fuck I, for them i fell off the boat like <laughs> when i was in like grade nine probably yeah um especially growing up like i guess like my closest family i have like um these three cousins yeah ones and so two are twins they're both doctors and their other brother's a lawyer so like growing oh, up man. like in the shadows of them was yeah. always like the worst thing because like oh they do this 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 why are you not doing this consider right? the black sheep or the yeah. one against going into green right 100 yeah. percent. like that's like the immigrant dream right you <laughs> Canada, they become lawyers and doctors yeah and then you have like i guess like the other side that just want nothing to do with it like, yeah and then how'd you no. explain that? It was more like, it's a, it's a challenge um, itself. Honestly, right? man, it's still, it's still a battle. Like yeah. I still come home from doing whatever I'm doing. And my mom's like, okay, so like, are you done? Like, are yeah. you done this shit? Like, are you going to like get on to like a real career? And then like, yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is like, this has been, this has been the trajectory since then. And still is like, I'm not done. Yeah. So is there examples of stuff you kind of showed it like, Hey, this is kind of what's going on behind oh, them. Do they get it? Or? Yeah, yeah, they get it. And like, I think behind closed doors and like to the people like at work and shit, they're super happy. Yeah. They're like, oh, like um, one of the, like, I just came back from um, tour with Nav and yeah. my dad texted me while I was on tour and she's like, oh, like I woke up this morning and mom was listening to Price on my head. <laughs> I was like, I was like, my mom doesn't even listen to music. Oh, no way. Like, yeah, not yeah. even the radio. Like, I'll be in the car and she'll be like, turn it off. Yeah. Like, that's distracting. Yeah. Right? So to hear that she was, like, listening to, like, 
listening to That's Price on my head. It was a trip. I was like, really? Yeah. And so I texted her. I'm like, oh, you're listening to Price on my head? She's like, yeah, like, I'm ha- like, happy for you. Yeah. I was like, shit. Like, that means a lot. Because I, I don't hear that, like, ever. But Definitely. And I think being in the creative <laughs> space and even having the opportunity to pursue something creative is definitely not, like light years beyond like what our parents have, right? Yeah, for and sure. I think for this generation. But for them to understand is another complete challenge, right? And then that that's a real turning point, right? But yeah. that just shows you that they slowly turning the page, right? Over 100%. time. Because yeah. they see you investing your time, your energy, and, uh, and especially time, right? Yeah. Taking you away from education. But so when did that become something that you're constantly, because I mean, are you close with your parents? Do you communicate often? Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, they know everything about me, yeah. everything I do, everything I've done. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing They're behind. Very aware. No, yeah. <laughs> Nothing in the vault, right? No, sir. Yeah. That's crazy. So after the Magic uh, Jordan video, Small Talk, it, you kind of built your relationship, right? Yeah, 100%. That yeah. was like my first time working with Kid and like the first of many things that we did together for the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, that really opened my eyes to, like that opened my eyes more sort of like the film world like I've, at that point like I've never you know part of the film world but it's like and like video sense right like, yeah. I was always doing like photos and like oh maybe like video is the next progression for me from taking stills just to, like developing like actual like video like it's growth right yeah, so, yeah that's something like I really took an interest to and started working with them a lot on that shit. Yeah. I think a lot of times people ask about like the networking aspect. For sure, you don't 100%. realize yeah, how important it is, but I think the craft itself of being a photographer to be able to capture moments was an asset and helped open those doors, right? Definitely, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Were you consciously aware that was something that you could utilize and to kind of really For like sure. yeah. break Always. ground? <clears throat> Always. Um, whenever I shot anything, like a huge part of it was like, yeah, you get the shot, but like I know... For me, it was always like, I get a shot and I'm going to get it to you like ASAP. Yeah, turn around, right? right? Like as instantly as I can because like I know a lot of people like, well, I mean, we live in a world that's like filled by like instant gratification, right? Everyone, yeah. wants, everyone wants everything immediately. Yeah. And when they do, they're like a lot happier with it than if I come back and like a week later, I'm like, oh, yo, remember that time? Like I shot you like a week ago. Here's your photos. Yeah. Right. So like, I think that really helped. Yeah. And like when they get a good product and like instantly they're like, they're super happy, right? Yeah. Especially like, you know, especially when you know how to move with it. Right? Yeah. That's like, that sets it apart. How did you become aware of that though? If you're being like the, you know, the turnaround time to being on point, was that something that like, yo, I have to be consciously aware and effectively move like that? Or is it something that, you know, you grew, you took it in from someone else? I think that's something, um, <clears throat> I've all kind of almost always been like really aware of is yeah. like, you can have a really good product, yeah. but if you don't have backing for it yeah. and like everything else, it won't take you as far. Right. So how you package it, how you deliver it, and like the time frame that it's done in has always been extremely important to me. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure where I've learned that from actually, but, but you embody it's something it that I've like really like carried forward with or tried to as much as I can. Yeah. And also like the work ethic, right? Yeah. I think like that, will keep you, that'll make you stand out from the rest of the pack, right? Yeah. A lot of times people that do get infatuated being on set, especially like with high caliber artists or like, you know, artists that are really doing their thing in their career, yeah. right? And you never get phased by that, right? You're just there for no, the job. Yeah, like yeah. I think, and that's another thing, like the reason why you keep getting these things are yeah. because like, again, like you know how to move in those scenarios, right? Yeah. You're not like, oh shit, like let me like Snapchat this or let me like yeah. post this right now. It's about like, yeah, be in the moment, enjoy it, like share it and yeah. like, 
capture it, but it doesn't have to, that part doesn't have to be instant. That part doesn't have to be for everyone. No, for sure. Yeah. Right? And then from there, capturing photos and all that stuff, where'd you see the next evolution in terms of like your career after like doing all the um, videos and being a PA? Being a PA was good. Like I've, I learned a lot yeah. um, from being on set with the guys. Um, eventually I just felt like I was like plateaued. I'm like, yo, like I, I'm not learning anymore doing yeah. this. Like I need to learn more. And I was like pressing Vince and Glenn about that. I was like, yo, I need to learn more guys. Like I feel like I'm stuck here and like yeah. I'm not like growing more. Yeah. So then um, Glenn told me, he's like, he told me to come into the studio one day. We went over like treatments and shit. And he like kind of taught me like what goes in beforehand. Right. And then another day, Vince took me and showed me all the shit like that goes in beforehand for the production side. Yeah. And then I started doing a lot more like pre-production with him. Oh, sick. And then like Glenn had me writing like practice treatments for like whatever. Yeah. Right. So that was like the next step for that, so to say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was that, and then for I think like another addition to like learning that side. Yeah. Was. I ha- club story. Yeah. Um, well, give us, give us a little backdrop. How'd you get in the club scene, man? Oh, I know, yeah. You're, a- I know Gerard, Gerard was back in the day. Was that <laughs> lost and found? He was the plug for that. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, I've been, all my friends are older than me. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I've always like, even in high school, like the kids I grew up with on my block, they're all like two, three years older than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did everything with them. I turned up with them first. Every, all my first experiences were just like early because I was chilling with the older kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in high school, I'd go to their parties. Yeah. And then I was like, no one in my grade, like you can not even get alcohol yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm like have parties. So I'm like, <laughs> let me put these kids on. Let me like start throwing parties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Scarborough or downtown? Um, I would throw the parties downtown, actually. Yeah. But, like, they're all, like, primarily Scarborough kids that would come to come the, to the city. Yeah, yeah, One's like, oh, it gives you an excuse. Oh, let me go downtown. Sick, right? Yeah. But also, I don't know, it was just easier. Throw fine venues and shit downtown. Yeah. So I started throwing parties in high school. And I think, honestly, from the first one, from the jump, like, they were good. They were booming. I think the first one did, like, 300 people. Holy. Like, yeah, it's kind of, it's like, if you like. Was it a shutdown thing then? Yeah, it was yeah. fucked. <laughs> that, was a, that was a little bit of a crazy party. Yeah. But from there, they only got bigger. Yeah. And yeah. like, so I think I was in like maybe like grade 10 or 11 at the time and I just kept going. Yeah. And grade 10 or 11. Yeah. Wow. Started early. Yeah. Um, I kept, yeah, just kept doing it. And obviously like you get older and you want to transition from like these like basement, like jam type parties. To, yeah. Like, yo, like how do, and that too, like that's about growth for me. It's like, okay, so I'm doing this now. Yeah. We're about to become like 19 legal. Like how do I take that to the next step? Where's the next like bracket of income that's going to come from this? Yeah. And then. Got on your hustle. For sure. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, okay, like we have to like take this to a club. So I started like looking at like what's popping, like asking my older boys, like, oh, what clubs do you go to? Yeah, yeah. What's the best club you can go to? Yeah. Um, I met Photo Will. Yeah. Shout out to Photo. Um, yes, sir. Tell me. Um, I met Photo Will through Annalie. Annalie Bond is just uh, director of Remix Project now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's like an older cousin to me. Yeah. Um. She introduced me to him. She's like, oh, you should like link up with like, well, like he does this, this, this. I looked him up. I was like, oh shit, this guy's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he does this. For people that know, Will, is his background is Vietnamese and he's been in the game for a minute. He was actually the first person to sh- show me how to take, or 
teach me photography. Oh, he had crazy. a program back in the day, Lost oh. in the Wilderness. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I was first introduced to like the downtown city, the oh. nightlife and all that. But yeah, solid dude for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, so connected with Will. And I then, connected with Will. He's like, yo, just come to Lost and Found. I'm like, okay. So I started <laughs> coming out like every, like, yo, literally like, I was 18 at the time. Oh, <laughs> 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 we might edit that number yeah. out, but boom, some gems. Like, yeah, so you're you're young for sure. Yeah, yeah and so I started. Yo, every he's like every Monday, just come. Yeah, yeah. like in my mind, like every Monday, this is fucked. Like I'm a weekday, a Monday, a yeah. weekday. Yeah, eighteen. Like, yeah, just like okay. Like, you're a young man. We won't yeah. say the number. Yeah. We'll say a young man. Yeah, and I kept so I just kept showing up, kept yeah. showing up, and like I'd always bring people. Yeah, and I always like and you I'm still like, held your end of the bargain, yeah. right? Especially uh, for promoters, you gotta yeah. make sure you bring people into the bring, cut. Like, after yeah. I figured it out, like I'd always bring people, yeah, girls or guys that are gonna spend money, yeah, right. So that's kind of how, and like eventually, like okay, like yo, you, do you want a job? Like you gonna start actually working here? Now? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. So I started working there. That's all. I also met Kai that introduced me to Glenn. Yeah. So all this is kind of like a weird, like intertwined, right? That like offices all come together over the years. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lost and Founds like was that was back in the day when it first started off, and it was like the central part, and especially yeah, was, for Mondays, an industry night in the city, sure. and then they'd be bringing a lot of the high clientele, yeah. like the the artists that were kind of popping but weren't booming mainstream, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, even like, man, even I remember like when I just started working there, like, yeah. oh, like everyone was going there. Yeah, like like Travis before he super popped off was there. Yeah, Jersey Kanye, like everyone was like. Able like everyone was there like yeah just chilling regularly and it's like that's fuck that was a go to spot yeah. yeah and shout outs to Mickey I know yeah. he was Mickey was definitely the guy that really kind of facilitated from my knowledge For and sure. then, yeah but Mickey definitely held it down and really gave that spot and especially all the promoters he surrounded himself it was a great definitely. yeah yeah he got the right people in the place and they did their thing right yeah. so then you met Kai and then that how filtered through Glenn hundred percent and then when did the plus family or that kind of relationship kind of blossom for you. Um, Plus kind of start, like my relationship with Plus started like also way back. But this comes back to dance days. I met like one of the founders, Andy, when I was at a dance competition. Yeah, yeah. And we're the same age. <clears throat> or sorry, he's a year older than me. Yeah. But like whatever. Yeah. And he's also from Scarborough. So yeah. he we met at this thing. He's like, oh, like I've heard of you. Like you're my age. Like yeah. I rate you, whatever. Like what's up? Yeah. Added me on Facebook. And he hit me up the next day. Oh, my phone ring. I gotta put that on sign. Apologies to the phone call. Anyway, yes, yeah, sir, go ahead. He hit me up and he's like, yo, like, we're the same age. We're from Scarborough. We should probably be friends. Like, <laughs> oh, true. Like, okay, weird, like, first message to get from someone. Yeah. But that was that. And, and he's, uh, his background is Asian too, right? He's Chinese. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for people that know, Plus is like a big, big sneaker boutique, right? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's like, Three, three stores right now, about to be five before the end of the year. Crazy. Uh, Those guys are definitely doing their yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. If you're into sneakers right. and you know, yeah. especially in Canada, you know about Plus, yeah, right? But yeah, so you connected with Andy. And we just started chilling like all the time because yeah. like, we ended up living like living close by into the same stuff. And like at the time, like we felt like a lot of people from Scarborough weren't really into anything that wasn't sports. Right. Right? Like you, yeah, no, like, as kids, like, I feel like most of the Scarborough kids are just, like, into ball or soccer or, like, not really into, like, creative arts or, like, yeah. any of the other, like, pop, pop culture. Yeah. And what so, what year was this? Kind of, like, when you guys first linked up? 2013. 2013, yeah. A couple years back. Yeah. yeah. 2013, 2014. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a good, like, 
point to make because I, I don't think people realize being creative was like an actual career path. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, even for myself, like I've known a lot of the guys from Kid Studios and met other people in the creative industry, but like we at the time were just figuring things out as we go, right? And 100%. Especially when King of the Fall dropped for Glenn and Vince and Julian. I think Julian joined after. He's one of my good friends too. And then we kind of connected with them. That was like a big, you know, staple, like a kickoff for them. Yeah. Yeah. And then so then you're hanging out with the Plus guys, Andy and those guys, and you kind of developed. When did you see like the growth of Plus for them? Um, man, honestly, like I want to say from the jump, like, yeah. so before the first store opened in Vancouver, um, I'm, I went out there, I think a month and a half before it opened and yeah. we literally built the first store together. Wow. Like down from like, Hey, so it used to be the original livestock location in Vancouver. Gastown, right? Gastown. Yeah. yeah. So we got it from them. And then we like tore it down, like yeah. painted it, like did everything. We dig the whole interior, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was a long month, but it was like, it was a lot of fun. Like yeah. you're building shit with your homies. Yeah. Um, Especially in Vancouver, it's a beautiful city, Yeah, right? Vancouver is a beautiful place. Yeah. Like being out there really made me like appreciate our country too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really think it's beautiful. You yeah. Because Toronto, you don't see mountains and shit. It's all cities, yeah. streets and all you that. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, that's a mountain. Yeah. It's crazy. And that was my first time seeing a mountain. I was like, wow. <laughs> From Scarbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah for crazy. Real. Yeah. But honestly, like even opening weekend, like yeah. crazy lineup, like all weekend, like tons of people are coming in there like, oh, Vancouver needed this. Vancouver needed this. Oh, Vancouver no way. This. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It was the first like hype streetwear store in Vancouver. Really? Yeah. That's, that's like incredible. They, they had Haven. Yeah. But like Haven, it's, it's not the same, right? It's yeah, like it's a different. little more upper, it's like a little more upscale, like yeah, yeah, a little yeah. nicer stuff. Not to say that none of this is nice, but yeah, this is yeah. more like street, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it filled that void there. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we need to do this everywhere else. And that's why they're growing. Yeah. Out, right. They came out here. They got the formula, man. Yeah, you see a lot. For real. And I think the branding's on point too. Yeah. Love they what do they a did. really good job with everything. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, so you have like these two laneways. You're working with the plus guys, kind of getting to the business side. Yeah. And obviously culturally, streetwear, sneakers and all that stuff. Is it really all kind of fits hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross right? the path, like, yeah. Fashion is relevant and music is yeah. relevant everywhere, right? So yeah. it's like everything. I feel like everything I've done always kind of like fit into each other. It's yeah. all been like- Complements each other, yeah. right? It's been a steady build for sure. Yeah, and then- through photography, what are some highlight moments? I mean, you've done the PA side, you've gotten like yeah. lessons and like the understood. Um, and then you kind of. The first time I went to LA um, with, I was a kid. Yeah. We're working on um, Sac. What were we working on? Was it the Big Sean? Yeah, Big Sean, Migos. Um, what's the track called? I'll do a little Google search, but I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, sacrifices? Question yeah, sacrifices, mark. yeah. Off yeah. of the Big Sean tape. Yeah, off the Big Sean tape. That yeah. was uh, that was a moment for me. Yeah, I got. A, uh, I've never been. That was my first time in the states. In LA too. That right? was my actually no, not first time in the states. That was my first time in LA though. Yeah. So I remember like getting out of the airport and like shit. I'm at LAX. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, Touch ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like palm trees and shit. Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's different to go somewhere like for vacation. It's also different to go somewhere for work. Yeah. You're not, your expenses are covered and yeah. all that. Yeah. Especially, but especially a place like LA, right? It's like, yeah. a, like the land of like where dreams are made of type of shit. And yeah, like yeah. you get off the plane, like out from Scarborough, like 
<laughs> Scarborough kids don't go to LA for work. What the fuck? And then, like, even at that time, like, whatever, being around artists, but like, be, like we're like, oh shit, like, we're working with Amigos today. It's pretty crazy. That's me. huge for Toronto right? kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like, it's not someone accessible to you. It's yeah. not like, He's a real artist and yeah. major, I mean like high level, yeah, right? Making big Even tracks. Sean, like Sean, yeah. like in high school, I was listening to like old Big Sean. We told him like grade 10 me that's listening to like finally made it and yeah, yeah, yeah. Or finally famous that I'd be like working with him. Yeah. One day would be like, no, no, no chance. Like, you know, <laughs> like so it was definitely like I remember the waking up the moment of the day that we're shooting them. Yeah. I was like, shit, like they're doing this today. That's crazy. Yeah. And like out here. That's when you know life so, is crazy, right? Yeah, life, life is crazy if you live it, for sure. Yeah. And from there, how did it kind of evolve? Because I've seen your IG and I've seen, I've been in touch with you. I know the stories and stuff, but like after the sacrifice video, like what was the next thing for uh, you? Sacrifices led to a lot of things. Um, slightly before going to LA, this is actually the club story I was talking yeah. about before this. Um, I was on a club going to a club on Queen Street and this guy couldn't get in yeah. to the club. He was wearing um, black cement threes, the Jordans. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing them too, yeah. but they wouldn't let him in because he was he was wearing them. Yeah. And he was talking to the bouncer and like, it's like, it's, it's like sounds like he's from New York. He's definitely not from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was just him. He looked like a clean cut, normal guy. Like he's like, yeah, I'm like visiting family out of town. Like yeah. just trying to like come in and like see what's up. Yeah. But they're being like, they're being dicks to him. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I had homies at this plot. So like, like, yo, like, I look at this guy, I'm like, yo, come here. Yeah. And like, call my boy upstairs. I'm like, yo, like, let's bring him inside. Seems yeah. like a nice guy. Yeah, you chopped it up with him. Yeah. 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 I ended up working at Complex. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up working at Complex in New York. So that's like, that was my in with them. Yeah. And like, he was like, yo, like, thank you for like taking care of me. Like, yeah. start chopping it up. Like, what do you do for work? He's like, oh, I work at Complex. I, what's he doing? Who's doing Complex sneakers at the time? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and he's like, yo, like, oh, you, he's looking through my IG. Oh, you shoot. Oh, you're a barber. That's cool. Like, yeah. send me some, like, if you ever, like, start getting into other stuff, like, send me it. Yeah, yeah. So started sending him, like, sneaker shots because he worked at Complex Sneakers. Yeah. And that was cool. And that relationship kind of That relationship built, right? started there. Yeah. Right. And then as I started to progress in like my own photography and like working with the guys like Kid and like just doing other various freelance stuff, yeah. I was getting other content. Right now I'm like, so the photos and stuff that I was working with artists, I'd be sending to him and he'd be um, putting onto the actual like complex site. Yeah. Right. And that's how I met a few of the other guys like um, at Complex and they started fucking with me. Yeah. Then. When I went to New York, I went to their office, like linked up, sat down with drinks for them. And yeah. like, they're like super cool. They're like, yeah, we've never met anyone from actually from Toronto. They're super interested in our culture and like the direction that we're heading. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I guess New York's so close to here and very similar. Yeah. Right. And my, maybe like they're ahead of us in a lot of things, but like makes sense. They're like, oh, yeah, you guys were where we were like whatever, like three years ago. Yeah. And, like we're interested to see like your girls. So I kept in contact with a lot of them. Yeah. And they started getting me to shoot like Toronto content for them. Yeah. Anything that was popping here that they wanted. You're the guy for it, yeah. right? And it was yeah. like, oh, easy all yeah. the time. So that that was another like big step too. Is like, you're not working for like Complex Canada. You're working like- Directly how, like, for, yeah, New York. New York office. Yeah. Like it was like, it was legit. Yeah. So I started doing like various work for them. 
That's dope. That was yeah. That was another big part for sure. And then for obviously it's it's about quality Definitely. too, right? So how do you know with your photography that it's on point, it's quality, and that you know the, these are good quality images sent through? Um, and I don't know. <laughs> you just you just feel yeah. It's like like for me like I'll whatever in a night you take X amount of shots, you go through it, and like sometimes yeah. there'll be like ten, sometimes it'll be like twenty, sometimes it'll just be like one or two. Yeah, but. For me, it's just kind of like, oh, I, I like this. Yeah, it resonates with yeah. you, right? If I fuck with it, I'm going to like keep it. Yeah. But it's just more so like what I like. Yeah. I don't really like, I know a lot of people like look at other like whatever like IG photographers are like, oh, like, is it like this? Like, who do you edit like? I'm like, yeah. I don't know who I edit like, bro. Like, <laughs> I just want to make you it You just do it for the sake of yeah, it if yourself, I like it, right? I like it. If you guys fuck with it, then you do. Yeah. And then I think an important aspect too is like maintaining relationships though too, Definitely, right? Definitely, 100%. Yeah. In this creative space, yeah. it's all about relationships, right? Yeah. It's about who you know and also what you could do, right? The yeah. hard skills and the soft Definitely. skills, right? Yeah. yeah. So how do you kind of care about yourself in these type of relationships? Obviously, for some of the like younger listeners or people that have never had in contact with people like, you know, distributions to labels to like, you know, publications, right? It's more being like, is it being true to yourself and also holding yourself to a standard where you know you know you have integrity and you also have a skill set, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, building, maintaining a relationship is really hard, especially it's really hard, but it's also really easy. Yeah, right. Like I think, like again, in a world where everyone's so accessible, like you can like it's as simple as like replying to a text or like liking someone's photo or on, on Instagram or like when they post something, just like that's what I do. Like if someone posts something, yeah, I'll like see it and I'll just hit them up, like yo, like this far, like what else you been up to, like yeah. just like. Stuff like that. Conversation. Um, yeah, right? conversation. Like yeah. and like nothing like if I don't fuck with it, I'm not gonna hit you up about it. <laughs> right? Like I feel like yeah. a lot of people like do that shit. But yeah. um maintaining organic relationships, right? Like building yeah. with the people that you're actually friends with and you can actually see like growing in this all with you. I yeah. think is important. Um but also like more than just online, right? Like in person it's important. Like this, this is important. Yeah, you're exactly. Yeah. And you're talking, you're like learning about each other and shit. It's cool. Yeah. Sharing stories, yeah. right? And then from there, obviously you had the complex thing and you're kind of evolving. What were some other kind of key moments for you in the photography game, like you shot concerts and stuff, but is it more so the artist that you kind of got plugged in with or? I think it's been a lot of, um, that's what it's kind of like developed into for sure. Like I was doing a lot of like different, like I went from like life, more lifestyle stuff yeah. to like more so artist related stuff. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of like what I'm doing right now. It's just like a lot of work with artists. Yeah. Um, Recently, um, recently I got to go on tour with Nav. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, What's the experience like being on tour? Like the grind, the work ethic. Tour is crazy. Tour, yeah. Like it was done. Definitely one of the hardest things I've done in my life. Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, on surface level, it looks fun. Oh, you're with the artists, you're going yeah. to major cities. Yeah, different you know? city every day. Yeah. Nice hotels, this, that, and yeah. the other. But like, oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've been on to it. So, <laughs> yeah, and especially because, like, with the day and age of social media, artists want to be able to make sure that they post or share 100%. moments, right? Yeah. So, it's like for you, like, what are some of the equipments that you brought on tour with you? And also, did you knew, did you know beforehand that, you know what, I want to capture stills and motion? Or is it more like, you know what, there's, there was an ask from my contact to be like, yo, I need, you need to do this, do this, and that. Like, what were your obligations for um, people that don't know that to be a tour so like, personnel? 
for tour, I had, there's a tour schedule, right? So there's like this stop, there's this many people, there's, it's sold out, it's not sold out. Right. From this show, we expect a one-minute video and X amount of photos. Or in this show, we, accept, we expect no video, but this many photos. Yeah. Um, so, but like, it's also like subject to change, right? So right. like, if there was a show and I felt that my photos were stronger than the video. I'd tell them, be like, EXO is really easy to work with. Yeah. EXO by yeah. the weekend's camp. Yeah. yeah. Which Nav's like, uh, signed to. Yeah. They're not like, this is on paper. This has to happen. I right. understand that things change. It's like, so they made it really easy. Um, but definitely, yeah, it's a lot of work. Like, I didn't expect, I did not expect, I didn't expect pumping out stuff that often, like yeah. every single day. Frequency, to, right? The frequency of it. Yeah. And the like the quality that it should be. Yeah. To be as tiring as it became. Yeah. It's hard it's hard not to enjoy yourself too, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like everything is anything you want is there. Right? <laughs> Access. Like literally anything you want is there. But yeah. like at the end of the day, you're here to work. So you like when the show is done, your job starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone else is out to the after party. They're out to turn up, yeah. chilling, going whatever they want to do. But like at Lifestyle that point, stuff. you gotta be out. Your job starts. Yeah. Cause when they go and party is when you have to start edit, editing yeah. to get the stuff back to them for them to post probably in the morning. Sometimes yeah. Nav would post the same night. I'd be sending to him in the club and yeah. be like, yeah, posting now. Yeah. So yeah, it's just uh, different. And then the technical aspect, especially for stills, like did you, from your experience shooting other shows, you knew you wanted to bring a long range camera, like a close up camera, like give us some of the, I guess the foundation for your equipment and then for motion after. For sure. Um, I mean, shooting, so I've shot like, I don't even know how many shows before tour. Like, yeah. there's the point where pretty much any like good hip hop show in the city I was shooting. Yeah. Whether it be like back to back to back days, like I was still doing it. Yeah. So, um, pretty well versed in like concert photography by now. Um, usually, so my digital setup is a Canon um, 5D Mark IV, and yeah. I have a Sigma 35 art lens, 35 millimeter. And then describe the 35 millimeter. That's used for what? Like, um, it's used for a lot of portraits. Yeah. Um, that's great for like decent, like focal. It's like not too far, not too close. Like good, like you're in a good position. Like yeah. you don't need, it's a medium range lens, I'd say. Or is it a prime lens first off? Yeah. 35, right? Yeah. 35 prime lens, no prime zoom. Lens, yeah. No zoom. No zoom. Yeah. Um, that's also my favorite lens just ever. Yeah. Yeah. 35 is beautiful. Um, so I usually will keep 35. And a 7200. 7200 is like the zoom. The zoom lens. Yeah, yeah. It's like the longer, like hectic looking one that you see like, oh shit, that looks expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Long range focal point. And I think the 35 gives you like for non-photographers that great like blur, right? Yeah. Bokeh. Bokeh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it like really puts the subject in focus and like, yeah, it's nice. 30 and the Sigma is like super sharp. So it's cool. Sick. And then are you shooting manual or are you shooting app? Shooting manual. Manual, really? So then are you looking at like the light meter to see what works yeah, and like exposure, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. But I mean like, again, like shooting, I don't know, shooting manuals, so you get more of what you want, right? Exactly. Like I've tried shooting on at like the aperture focus and like, I don't like it. Yeah. It's never, it never turns out like what I want it to be. Yeah. Cause you have full creative control with the manual, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And then do you ever have a top light flash or it's all natural? Like from like um, this? For concert photography, it's all natural. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't then, really like, 
how Flash turns out with concert photography because there's already so much light and effects on like the stage that it just kind of like messes with it and then yeah. changes it completely. And you change the ISO, which is how much yeah. light you let into it, right? Yeah. So you technically have two cameras or are you switching lens throughout the whole show? No, I just have one camera. One camera. Yeah. So you're switching back yeah. and forth. Yeah. yeah. Switching back and forth. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it sucks. Quick drums, but yeah. yeah, you get, you get faster and you're like, yeah. <laughs> and movement. Yeah. When do you know when to change though? Um, man, like on, well for tour, like it's a little bit easier Yeah. because if you know the set list, Right. You know what's going to happen. So yeah. by like the third show, you kind of have a system and you like, you know what's going to happen so you can plan your shots accordingly. Yeah. When um, it's not tour, um, usually, so usually like the way shows work are like the first three, three songs that the artist performs, the photographers can be like in front of the stage if there's a photo pit and they're allowed to shoot from there. So that's like, you're pretty close at that point, right? So you don't... <laughs> You already know I'm not going to be using like a zoom lens. I'm not going to be using a 7200. I'm just going to stick for me. I'm going to stick to my prime. I'm going to stick to my 35 and just work from there for those three songs. Cause yeah. that's all I have from that close. Mm -hmm. Again, if you're not working like with the artist, right. Yeah. Um, after that you have to like float around. So I usually like slap, um, the 7200 on so I can like play around go to different parts of the venue and see what kind of other angles and shots I can get. Yeah. But yeah, that's dope. And then you're you're also responsible for capturing motion, right? Yeah, yeah. and then um, all the tour video for it, and like the tour recap at the end of the tour. And then what was the equipment that you used for capturing um, video? And also, such? also my five um, D Mark IV. Yeah, surprisingly, also I use my phone a lot for that. iPhone. Yeah. Shout out to Apple. Yes, sir. Plup. People Help. like really don't realize that. Like, <laughs> yo, my your iPhone can shoot four K, four K, right? Frames per second. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing too. It's like my camera can do that. Yeah. It's not, a, the compression's not as good, obviously, but yeah. like it's still great. Yeah. Like, I think, and it, for I, if it's just going on IG, it's fine. Yeah. Like you're not, you're really not, if you know what you're doing, you're not going to see a difference. Yeah. Right. Cause you could still color grade it. You could still do whatever you want to it. Yeah. And if it's iPhone footage. Yeah. So then you're taking the, the video footage too. And then what are you putting everything through? Um, For video, I use Premiere Pro. Premiere Pro. Yeah. yeah. And then you learned that beforehand. Something um, that you yeah, that's like, something yeah. I learned bef like well before tour. Yeah, but yeah. even so, like it's just what I've learned from like playing around and watching like random YouTube tutorials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, do you use YouTube a lot to kind of go through things that in search for tutorials on things you don't know, right? Yeah, hundred percent. YouTube is yeah. an amazing resource. Obviously, you can learn how to do anything on there, and it's free, right? So, like, why not use it to your advantage? Yeah. And then what, what was the biggest challenge for you to kind of have that output? I mean, it's a grind, right? So it's like staying yeah, consistent. Sure. Yeah. Consistency. Um, consistency and like finding like different ways to capture the same thing. Cause like over and over, right? Yeah. yeah. On, the show is going to stay the same. Right? Yeah. So like you, at the end of the tour, like you need to put something together for the entire tour that stays like generally like different from time to time. You don't want to keep watching the same stuff every single show, right? So yeah. um, for me, I started trying to shoot a lot more lifestyle content yeah. for Nav because like you don't get, I feel like you don't really get to see that part of his life. So the like, access to like kind of yeah, like the moments exactly. that he has. Right? The stuff that we're doing like when we're not on stage. Yeah. yeah, like stage is cool and like the performances are good, but it also like as like a viewer or a fan, you get to see like, how the artist is on like a day to day and what else they're doing with their life, which yeah. is kind of cool. And that always changes. Yeah. Right. So it's a, keeps it fresh. 
Yeah. And also it's one of those things, I think once you build the trust and they know that you're there and you're going to take those shots and you yeah, have those 100%. key moments, you get the real authentic yeah. things that, you know, fans love to see, right? 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's dope though. And I've definitely seen the photos and the recap videos. They look fire though. Thank yeah. You know? Yeah. And then from there, what's kind of like the next steps for you or what are you looking towards forward to like in the future or like some um, of those things that you got, you think that are brewing for you? Um, right now, talk, just, what can I talk about? You don't need to talk about anything. You could just say I'm evolving. <laughs> I got, I got shit to go. I got shit on the go, right? Well, uh, so we came back from tour and right now, um, uh, I have one class left to graduate. So like, I've I get that the, degree. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, like, trying to get this degree just yeah. like from a, just from my, honestly, just from my parents. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like all this shit's cool. They like seeing it, but like at the end of the day, like that one thing that's going to make them happy is seeing that like poster on the wall. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to finish, but like, sure. let me finish. That was a big thing for me. It's like, I'm going to finish, but let me finish on my own time. Yeah. Yeah. So like I took five years to finish school instead of whatever four. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So finishing that right now and We'll see what happens after that. Between that and like right now, we're like working with the plus guys, we're like working on growing, opening a few new stores, yeah. developing like the brand a little bit more too. Um, between those two, I'm like pretty taken up with time right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it for now. That's dope, man. And then throughout all like your career kind of taking photos and stuff, like how did you keep a balance? How did you make sure that you had money in your pockets? Because I mean, obviously not everything was paid to a degree, right? It's not like a full-time job. Like what were some of the moments or things you have to do to kind of like stay afloat, right? Because that's I find that's the biggest challenge for a lot of creatives. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> I think I've been really lucky with this actually. Um, I want to say like 90% of the jobs that I've done are paid. Yeah. So I've been really lucky. Like I know that I know that generally a lot of the work that photographers have to do to get to these places have to be free. Yeah. I've done my fair share of free stuff as well. Yeah. But I think over the last two years, like at least 90% of the work that I've done has been paid. Yeah. And the ones that are free have paid off. Yeah. Um, Very crucial though. I yeah, find. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you got, sometimes you gotta like, you gotta bite the bullet and like, do the work for free. Yeah. But you have to be able to tell when it's the right thing to do too. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, during the times where like I wasn't getting paid though, like I was working in the club. Right? Yeah. So I was like working, hosting parties, doing my own parties, um, flipping sneakers was huge too. <laughs> like, yeah. By any means, right? Yeah, yeah literally like, it out. yeah, like anytime like there's like a flip, con you know, concert tickets. Yeah. Flipping tickets that I got for free. <laughs> right? The, the like, hustle's real. Yeah. yeah. Like anything you could do to like maintain your lifestyle hundred percent, like yeah. legally, like do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this stage in your life, is there like mentality is a big thing also to like keep growing and being successful to what you see as in your perspective. Is there anything you would have told yourself in hindsight, like, the younger version where you had self doubt or things you had to go through, like, Hey, keep the pace or kind of continuing on your path. Um, or you never asked, you never had self doubt. Is there anything? No, 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 no. Honestly, even now, even I came after I came back from tour, I was like, I took some time, some downtime to like reflect on the last like two months. And yeah. Like, Man, like that was crazy. Like, this is something that I want to continue doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. What what are the next steps? Like for me, it's always it's always been about the next steps, right? So yeah. you've, you've come this far. Yeah. How do you keep progressing? Yeah, and I think that's something 
I, something I need to do and like continue needing to do is like working on myself. Like yeah. keeping all sides healthy. You got to keep yourself like mentally, physically healthy yeah. before you can like elevate your work. Yeah. Right? Because if you're not okay there, your work's going to suffer right. and vice versa. Right. So that's something that I'm working on right now. And I would, that was like really important to me. Like maybe like four years ago, like I was super like, Go to the gym like every day. Yeah. And then like as I started to like make money doing other things and like make money through my passions, I started like let that go. Yeah, the health part, right? The health part. And yeah. like, now I'm coming back to them like shit, that's that's like very crucial. Like if you're not healthy, you can't do your jobs. You yeah. can't do what you love if you're not healthy. So now I'm like picking that up and trying to fix that. Yeah. But health is definitely important, yeah. right? Same. That's the foundation. And then how do you deal with the ups and downs? Do the things that life throws at you. Is it like something that you kind of go back to meditating? Is it something like? Um, yeah. So like actually like recently started meditating. Um, meditating and fasting. Oh no way! Yeah. Yeah. Self control, right? Yeah. Fasting is definitely yeah. key. Fasting is crazy. Yeah. That shit's hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who put you on fasting? Or is it something um, that you just wanted to experiment with? My one of like my uncle. He's like a huge mentor in my life. Yeah. Um, he was doing fasting. He's like, yo, you should try it. Yeah. He, that guy's crazy. He'd be doing like three, four days fasting. No, yeah. No food. I'm like, yo, it's fucked. It's like, wow. Um, but he said it really helped him. Yeah. Like with mental clarity and even like drive in life. Like, he's like, oh, like everything works better. Really? Once you like really like can get in like a consistent flow of like fasting and working out, it yeah. like helps you. So I started doing that and like a thousand percent, like not even because it's like a mentor to me, like yeah. I'm like, oh, this shit works. Like yeah. it's crazy. Like mental clarity is on like a hundred after like yeah. a good fast and like good sleep and workout. Like shit's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Three, four days yeah, fasting. That, yeah, that's a little I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Max has done like thirty six hours and even that was like thirty six hours. Yeah. You didn't black out. No, no black out. <laughs> And then for you, do you ever do like goal setting, visualizing anything, manifest, like all those things that kind of like a lot of people do, you know, they write a bucket list or anything yeah. like that, um, or journaling? Not really, to be honest. Like, I think a huge part of my journey has been like always just like do good work, be a good person yeah. and the rest will follow, like, and like the rest will come together. Yeah. So like I know even right now like when people ask me like what I do I don't even know what to tell them like oh, I do a lot of things yeah <laughs> like, uh, jack of all trades right something like that yeah. so I'm not like I I just think positive right like right. like okay I'm doing I'm doing the absolute most that I could do for myself yeah the rest has to come from somewhere else mm. right like I know I want to there are things like I know I want to achieve and like I know I want to get to or that, whether that be like monetary goals or like yeah whatever else but like that'll come right mm. as long as like you do your part I feel like was that mindset kind of something that you believed in or someone passed down on to you or you kind of learned as you went you just realized um, just being this kind of person and then contributing and having this positive outlook really helped shape a lot of your also probably my uncle yeah yeah that's dope though yeah definitely he's played like an insane part of like who i am and like how i do things yeah yeah i think that's important and like i i like to go into this next segment is like where we talk about like different topics and stuff Mm -hmm. and like 
all the choices you make, is this something that you ever think about in hindsight and kind of look into like the regret portion or like, oh, you know, these sure. are really good things. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, like I'm young, 23. Yeah. So you may, you make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And like something like I thought about over like two or two is like where I'm allocating my time to. Yeah. And like not just where it's like who to or like where is your time going to? Yeah. Like, physically, like in person, but also like even like mentally, like the, t- the time and people that you spend time thinking about has to be all healthy. Right. Right. So like there's definitely been some like times where it hasn't been healthy and like yeah. recently just like if it's not healthy, I cut it out right. completely. How do you bounce back from that kind of mindset? Cause um, not going too dark, too deep into the rabbit hole. You just realize there's opportunities in front of you or is it something that, you know, you just think about it, it passes through your mind and you just keep it moving. Think that I, I always tell myself that like, from where like my parent like from where my parents come from and like the kid that I I've grown up to to like the things that I've gotten to experience and do I wasn't supposed to do it right shit, probably so it's a blessing and you're yeah, grateful right it's a blessing and I'm very grateful because like not like aside from those like three cousins that I mentioned earlier that yeah. are super successful a lot of my family isn't super successful right and or well to do so like the times that I do get to like even like things like travel for work like that's crazy yeah right? like that's it's unheard awesome. of right? it's unheard of it's not supposed to happen for someone like me so it's definitely yeah. a blessing and like i remember that i get to do these things and i've worked hard to be here so like i need to take care of that and maintain that yeah and continue to grow because like again like at this age like man, the next like seven years are so crucial yeah especially right? yeah you're gonna be hitting your late 20s yeah. and then the 30s is really yeah. where you want to step it up exactly right? yeah so that's dope though so you could definitely say the family and friendships that you've kind of yeah they definitely keep you balanced yeah so yeah that's important man that's a real backbone and then how do you go by your principles or like all those things that you go by is it something that you just kind of went through and then obviously your uncle was a big influence on you right yeah definitely is a huge influence um I think that I think just again like everything that I've experienced has really like shown me that like man the world is so big yeah right? the world is huge and like really like and i tell people this all the time like yo really anything is possible yeah as long as you do your part man anything is possible like it, it's kind of it's not insane but it's also like you don't grasp that concept until you start thinking about all like your goals i've definitely been in that place where you kind of write and jot down your bucket list mm-hmm. and you just put down things that you feel like oh you know what I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I'm just going to write it down because I, I feel like I'm going to put something into it and the universe will conspire. You yeah, know? like definitely. Those moments are kind of crazy. And then and when they happen, it's just so surreal, right? Yeah. Glenn taught me that. Yeah. Shout out to big bro. Yeah. Queer Shout Glenn. out to Queer Glenn, bro. <laughs> I remember there was a conversation we had uh, yeah. over lunch one day. I was, in, I was in a little bit of a rut. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like I need to sit down and like, we think, I think that Glenn and I like think similarly on yeah. like a few levels. So like, He's someone I've turned to to talk about like yeah like family is cool right yeah. but like they don't like if you're not in this shit you don't yeah. understand the shit yeah right so like I didn't he was someone I've always felt comfortable to go to when I needed help or like felt like I needed to be pulled out of a rut yeah so I remember talking to him about that yeah and he's like yo like just gotta like put it out into the universe bro like if yeah. you believe it in something you want write it down manifest it and yeah. like again like do your part and keep doing what you're doing and like you'll get there yeah and 
I started doing that for a while. Like I had a book, yeah. I was writing everything down. And then I s- stopped writing things down physically. I started yeah. writing on my phone. <laughs> Digital game. I still, I still, yeah, I still write it on my phone, but I don't know. Like even that, like sometimes I just forget to write these things down, but they're always in my head. Yeah. I feel like the way that my brain operates is like, I always remember things. Yeah. And there's never a time where there's like, not like at least like four or five things running through my head. So they're always just like on the back burner, but like they, I know it's there. So Constantly it's cycling like, through it. Yeah. Right? So it's like, maybe it's similar to writing it down. Yeah. Yeah. Think about daily is important too. I think Definitely. just reminding yourself, right? hundred percent. Yeah. So then this part is important too. How do you take care of your happiness? Hmm. Cause you got, there's ups and downs in life, oh, right? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, small things. Um, Physical exercise, sure. huge. Like having a physical outlet to exert like your strength and stress, I think helps me tremendously. Yeah. Um, being around the people I love also yeah. makes like a huge difference. Like at the end of the day, like I want, I have like a group of homies I grew up with. There's like ten of us. Yeah. I've been friends with these guys since I was in like junior kindergarten. Crazy. The guys like they're all and they're all older than me. So like yeah. Some of them like live around the world now, but like yeah, we always try and like link up and chill. And the crazy thing is like, there's just such aside from like me, yeah. all of them live like the most. Like I'm a simple guy at heart, but like I, I guess like I live in a not so simple world. Yeah, these guys are simple guys at heart, but also live in the simplest world. Yeah. So whenever I go and like chill with them, it's like it's see safe. a different side, right? It's a different world. Like yeah, just kick it smoke a backwood in a garage yeah. and like, it's like real like Scarborough shit. Right? <laughs> so like going back to that is always like very grounding. It's like, yo, this is like where you come from. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Foundation. it's good to come back to and like kick back and like, shit, okay. Like uh, reset a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like between like family, those guys and keeping myself like physically healthy. That's like, I think that's what really keeps me going. And those are the things that help you kind of pull yourself out of a yeah, rut, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. you like see that and like you experience those good times and you remember, yeah, there could be a hundred worse things than this right now. Yeah. I mean, and social media always is something that tells you, oh, things could be better and worse, yeah, right? For so sure. you, you kind of just know that, you know, as long as you just have the formula to get yourself back and the balance yeah. factor, right? Yeah. Balance is important. Yeah. It's always about how you come back. Yeah, for sure. And then spirituality, are you a spiritual person or something like, yeah, you know, believe sure. in all these things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I grew up, I um, grew up in a Catholic household. Yeah. Still like. The Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, all that. I still like go to church. Like whenever I'm home, like I'll go to, I grew up going to church every Sunday with like my mom. Yeah. So whenever I'm home and like I can, like I'll still go with her. Yeah. And like. I might not believe everything that they say, yeah. but like I do believe in like spirituality and like yeah. being a good human. Yeah. I think like at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? Yeah. Being a good human. So let's practice that. Yeah, being a part of it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I always thought about this too when I used to like do prayers by myself. It's almost like a form of meditation, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And it just kind of clicked. And I, for me, every night, if I do remember, and there's been a moment where like I used to pray every night. And it's, yeah, it's like too. a part of like that meditation, right? Yeah. And I, I'm definitely going to go back to it too, I think, because that was a moment in time I remember looking back in hindsight, which really helped reflect, but also be grateful. Yeah. And those are the things that help you kind of put balance and then reset your mind, right? Even yeah, if you had 100%. a bad day, you just be like, yo, I'm grateful for family, friends, all these experiences yeah. being in place like that. Yeah. 
And then that helps you kind of reflect about life and being conscious and all that stuff. Do you ever think about life in general? And you're just like, wow, this is, I don't even know what to expect. Like, you know, those are the things. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I have a conversation a lot. Yeah. Um, I have another, another one of my homies, Brian, um, Brian Chong. I don't know if you know him. He's a murderous photographer. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's also like, one of like my best friends also like grew up Scarborough kid. Yeah. Um, we're in LA. Like he lives in Calabasas now. Yeah. He lives with Merida. Yeah. It's fucked. Like how do you go from Scarborough to Calabasas? <laughs> you know, like West coast, wild, right? wild, wild thing. Yeah. So we're in, I was in LA last month and he came up to the crib and I was staying in Beverly Hills and this like, in the house that they shot Starboy in, actually. Oh, say so where? Crazy crib. <laughs> the connect, connecting the dots, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like so, Brian pulled up and it was like late night. Like he just came from the studio and we're sitting there and looking yeah. at this crazy view. Yeah. Like yo, who'd have ever thought that like two Scarborough kids are gonna be like linking at like four a.m. in Beverly Hills looking at the shit? Like, yeah, that's not supposed to happen. Right. But like, we did the work and like tried and we're here. So yeah. like, again, like yo, let. That's life is crazy, right? Yeah. Like pure intentions, good work, and like being a good human being, like will take you everywhere you need to be. No, for sure. I think those are yeah. really good points to make, right? People yeah. need to hear that. And a lot of times, especially amongst males, people don't really want to like. It's yeah. not a common topic to touch on on these kind of subject matter 100%. because for people, there's a surface layer of you, and then there's like a deeper side. Because yeah. I know, I mean, being at 20s to 30s you're, you're thinking about all these things and life it's a little bit deeper yeah it gives you all these experiences yeah. but these are the things i feel like really truly open up conversations really get to know one another right and like obviously with life there's always that guarantee of death are you scared of death and those things that like has it affected your mental mentality uh death has definitely been a huge part of my life actually um yeah. in high school i think i was in grade uh Grade 10, I lost one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, grade 10 and 11. Two years in a row, I lost like two of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, one was like right in front of my face. It's fucked. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so death has definitely been something that I've been like very, like from a young age that I've like been commonly like faced with. Yeah. And You knew that was a reality, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 100%. And yeah. like a lot of people see that as like, yo, that's so sad. Like, and it is sad, but it's also like very refreshing to like, be open to it. Yeah. Cause like you really know that like, yo, tomorrow we, this is like super morbid, but like tomorrow yeah. we might not wake up. Right. So like, it's about today. It's about yeah. what you make like of your day and your time every single day. That's For just sure. important. Yeah. Right. So say your I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm laughing, but like, yeah, I think that's one thing people forget. Cause I mean like eight hours a day, you have so many thoughts you're going through. So much shit. Yeah. And then you do forget, like it's kind of guaranteed that the chapter will close. Yeah. Right. So 100%. it's like knowing that it should help motivate you. But sometimes, I mean, still this day and age in 24 hours, I think about it. I'm just like, fuck. Okay. Yeah, sure. You know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> it's like, damn man. But you know, in due time. Yeah. Uh, the next topic is like education. Do you find like, how do you feel about education in general? Man, I think our system is so backwards with yeah. that shit. Yeah. Like, I think I just heard recently that in high school, they just made a course that's like, they replaced like civics or some shit with a course called financial literacy. Yeah. Bro. Like, I wish I knew that shit in high school. What? Like, man, you should be saving. If people told me, and this is truth well, of matters. Well, we, if yeah. they told me back in the day, listen, save your money. Don't buy any of this gear. Look for 
save your money, savings for property, invest, 100%. learn about the fucking stock market, yeah. let your money work for you, right? Yeah. These are important things I feel like if they taught me, I would have been like, wow, I'm not spending money on this, that, this, yeah. that. I'm saving all my money. The clothes is all material shit. The material shit don't matter. The lifestyle don't matter. It's about for the future, right? Yeah. But, you know, you live and you learn, right? Definitely live and you learn. Yeah. I think there's two sides of that, too. Like, I think that shit's super important, yeah. right? And, like, me too. Like, I definitely, like, in high school, I was blowing mad cash. Splurging, right? I, like, saved that shit. Even, like, up to a few years ago. If I saved all that shit, poof, yeah. who knows? Like, <laughs> but yeah. I also think that, like, and, like, conversation I have with Andy from Plus a lot yeah. is that, like, oh, you also got to enjoy this shit, like, yeah. Again, like you don't know how long you're here for. We're going back to the previous what, topic. Right? What are you gonna do with all your money when you're dead? Like, <laughs> yeah, like okay, like your family is gonna get it, but like enjoy it while you have it too, yeah. right? Because you don't know where how long it's gonna last. For sure, and it's I balance. Said, it's balance. Yeah. yeah, and especially like yo, work hard, play hard. Like if you're making like tons of money at a young age, I say like there's a, a there's a point where you should enjoy it up to. For sure, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Take your friends out. Yeah, buy that whatever you want to buy. Like. Yeah. It's warranted. You work for it. You gotta get the drip yeah, sometimes. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. And then I think the other part of the education is like for creatives too. I think it's a little bit behind or like it's not up to date. I mean, things move so fast now with 100%. technology, right? But instant world. Right? Yeah. So I find life is your biggest education, but you just gotta be consciously aware, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And like, even like on an academic level, like I actually really enjoy school. Like yeah. I, I hate I hate the structure of it yeah. and I hate how like political it can get and mm-hmm. like profs pushing like their various agendas on their students. I actually failed a class in first year because I didn't agree with my prof. Oh no way. Yeah, fuck that prof. It's <laughs> a beef thing. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. I went to the D and I was like, yo, this bullshit, read my paper. Yeah. Tell yeah, me yeah. it's not good. Yeah. It's political, man. Everything yeah. yeah. And then they're like, Oh yeah, it is good. Okay, like here's your like pass. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they actually investigated yeah, yeah. and went through the whole world. York's, York's been amazing to me, to yeah. be honest. Like, a lot of people hate that school. And, like, I also don't like it. But, yeah. like, in terms of, like, supporting me when I need to, like, whatever, when I need to go away for work or whatever, they've been super accommodating. Yeah. But, That's amazing. Um, I still think that, like, the school system is super flawed. Yeah. I think it's super behind. It has a lot of, like, catching up to do. Yeah. And again, even like for the creative scene, like it's also like, it's so hard other than you have YouTube, which is amazing, but it's also, you need like real life, like day to day stuff. Experiences, right? right? Which I think is cool that like Remix Project and House are here in Toronto. They've been doing like a really good job over the last couple of years of like helping kids, but it's also like not enough because even that they can only help like such a select group. Yeah. Selective, right? It has to be something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you stay on top of your game or improve your skill set? I just try and surround myself with like people that are, are either like doing a lot better than me. Yeah. Or that motivate me to do better. Yeah. If you don't motivate me to do better, there's like a high chance that I don't like to have you in and around my life. Right. Yeah. I think it's like, it's that's your it, surroundings. Right? Yeah. Right? Like you want to be around people that make you want to be a better person that make you want to progress like as a person, but also like in taste in your views and like your work. Yeah. So, yeah, I just keep myself surrounded by like, I, I think a really good group of people. Yeah, your network is your net worth. Yeah. I got it right this time. I said it poorly the last time. I started stuff, everything around it. And then as a creative, what's some of your inspirations or things that you kind of fall back to and like look at, and like keep yourself up to date? Like is it through IG pages, people in like the fashion world, brands? Um, 
Hmm. People I look up to. You don't have to mention names though if you don't, if you don't want to gas them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, huge, so huge, 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 huge men, like mentor and like people I look up to is a whole like group of guys at Kid Studio. Like yeah. from the jump when I started working with them to now is like whether it be like support like on a day to day basis, like with work or like with taste, they've been like amazing to me. Like yeah. endless gratitude to them. Um other than other than them, like my friends and family, like could not they like I anytime I go home, like like oh like okay, you're doing this for yourself, but you're also doing this for them. Yeah. Right? The last name, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like it's it's important. It's like again, it's like it's your roots, right? But like so they keep me motivated. The kid guys definitely like anytime they put something out I see it's like shit, that's just so far. Right. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, bunch of Asians from outside of Toronto <laughs> doing their thing as a collective. Yeah, yeah. executing on point, all all, all, yes, all ends. Yeah. So, how can people find you on the internet? Um, IG. Yeah, and what's Instagram's, your username? Uh, at Gerard X Joseph. Um, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Appreciate you having me on the show, man. I think you touched a lot of good conversation points and you dropped a lot of gems, man. Thanks for being on here, bro. Appreciate it, fam. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you having me on here. It's been a crazy experience. (laughs) Thank you, bro. All right, bro. Peace. Peace.